welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Sheen movie show. I can't say stream. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It is. Well, I got it wrong last week. You did. <laughs> Somebody pointed it out to me as well. Somebody had a right laugh about it at work. Well, <laughs> you know. Nick. Mm-hmm. These things happen. It was funny. It made me laugh. That's fine. How are you? Uh, I'm really good. Excited? Yeah, hey, I'm excited to talk about this movie. Yeah? Yeah, I always am. It's my favourite part of the week, talking about movies. Is it more? Is it more talking about or watching? What's your favourite part? It's talking about them. The same. Yeah. Absolutely same. Yeah. This week, we watched a film called The Parts You Lose. We did. The Parts You Lose is from 2019. It is a 12. It runs for one hour and 33 minutes and is currently rated at 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Thoughts on 5.7? It's high. It's high end for us. Yeah. Higher end. Yeah, I, th- I think. It's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Good. I don't think there's anything really controversial there with that (laughs) that number to be honest i agree Uh, the parts you lose stars aaron paul he plays a character that is unnamed and is just credited as man man (laughs) he plays a man (laughs) aaron paul you obviously know uh, he's obviously most famous for his role in breaking bad Uh, but he's also been in last house on the left yep need for speed and bojack horseman do you know what? I've seen that Need for Speed movie. So have I. And I've, I've seen Last Out. I've never seen a Fast and the Furious, but <laughs> it's some ever, and there's like a million of those movies. Somehow I've seen that Need for Speed movie. I have as well, and I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie either. <laughs> How it's weird. really strange. Uh, it's not very good. No, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs> have you seen The Last House on the Left? That's pretty bad as well. No. That came out whilst Breaking Bad was like early days. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty bad as well. <laughs> but he's in Bojack Horseman. He was, was he a bit responsible for Bojack Horseman? I feel like it was his uh, poss- baby. Sh- I think it came I don't from know him. What his? I think it came from his mind originally. Involvement is with it. He has he has involvement with it. Um, also stars a guy called Scoot McNary. Yeah, great name. He plays Ronnie. Uh, most famous probably for he was in Argo. Yes. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yes. And the second Quiet Place film. Okay. Quiet Place Two. I've, I've seen neither of the Quiet. Have you films. not? No. They're good. You should watch yeah. them. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is also in this film. She is. She plays Gail. She does. Uh, she's recently been in a Netflix original called Kate, yes. where she played the title role. I need. I, I do quite fancy that. Yeah, I, again, really never good. quite I, got around to I that. I nearly got to it once, but didn't. Okay. <laughs> she was also in Birds Bailed of Prey out. with Margot Robbie, and she is also in Ten Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> she was in, also, I think not the most recent, maybe the season, I think maybe the third season of Fargo, the TV show. Okay. And the one where you and McGregor played twins. Yeah, I know the one. And this movie reminded me a lot of that show and those Yeah, I think movies. that's fair. Yeah, that's good. Both good in its shout. tone and its setting. Yeah, so that's a good like, shout. Yeah. I agree. Thanks. <laughs> you may continue. <laughs> She's also in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Also, finally, start. I'm going through... I've, you only usually do three cast members, but there's pretty much only four cast members in this yeah, film. Yeah, essentially. And you've got, you can't not shout the kid out. No. So, uh, it stars a, a kid called Danny Murphy. He plays Wesley. Yeah. Um, he is deaf in real life. He's deaf in this film. Yes. He had an issue filming this film because he is fluent in British Sign Language. However, the film is made in American Sign Language. No way. So he had to relearn sign language oh, what a, for this role. What a hero. He has a... Bigger disadvantage in real life than the guy who pl- than the character he plays as well, in that he can't read lips. Okay. Which I found really interesting. interesting. Yeah. He can't read lips. So, so all the lip reading in the film is not him reading the lips. He obviously just knows the script. Because there's not actually... For his character, there's not that much signing. It is mostly lip reading yeah, that the exactly. character does. Which he, as, a, as an actor, he can't yeah. do. 
he also has very little to any di- one word i think his dialogue is in this film I think he only some noises and one, one actual word one actual word think, yeah, yeah. Uh, written <laughs> this film was written by darren lenke darren lenke has a strange list of films that he's written in the past okay he wrote gemini man oh will smith, will smith version yeah, which is apparently terrible right he also wrote shazam oh yeah. which is great shazam is a good <laughs> film yeah Shrek Forever After. There's always a Shrek. <laughs> there's always a Shrek. Every week there's a Shrek. Somewhere. Um, We've left it right to the end, but here he is. And Turbo, the film about the snail. Oh, yeah, yeah. He wrote that. Yeah. Um, however, the director, Christopher Cantwell, this is his only film he's ever made as a director. Oh. Never directed anything. He's done a few shorts. What a Cantwell. But nothing. Well. <laughs> done a few short films, but never anything okay. other than that, apart from this. And nothing since this. Do you have a one-word review of the parts you lose, Nick? Cold. It is cold. It just looks well, cold. What all else the way can you? <laughs> it's cold all the way through. Yeah. It's my very first note. My first note says, "Looks cold." My first one says, "A snowy tundra." <laughs> tundra. So I really word. wanted to use the That's word. That's a great use of the tundra. word tundra. I, I will ask you now. Where does this film start, Nick? <laughs> a a snowy, snowy tundra. tundra. <laughs> uh, there's a boy there waiting. Is. In said tundra. Yes. And shortly into his wait, a school bus arrives. That's a really weird way of saying that sentence, but that's fine. That is exactly what happens. I'm painting a picture. You are. Better than the movie did. It <laughs> really? does. He gets, he gets, no, no, not at all. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> he gets picked up for school by a school bus. Um, it's fucking cold. I don't know if you mentioned it. <laughs> it does look cold. There's like a couple of buildings that you can see on the horizon yeah you know we're in proper like like i say fargo country yeah definitely it look it does look really cold he's on the bus is there's a bit i guess it starts with a bit of a montage because he's at school it's it's a school for kids yeah kids with disabilities that's it i couldn't i'd wanted to be politically correct and i couldn't think how to say it so i just said it's a school for kids which all schools are for the 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 (laughs) <laughs> That's not me saying, what did I say about a teaching school the other week? Yeah. Uh, the bus is pelted, isn't it? Yeah, by, by, by other and, kids yeah. on its way to school. And they, they shout, oh, look, it's the retard rocket. Yeah. So that that's the kind of level we're dealing at. Yeah, these, so these, these kids are up against it, man. Yeah, they are. They really are. And he's at the bottom of this pecking order as well. Yeah. He's like the lowest of the low. Because he's getting bullied at this school. Yes. By other kids. He is, yeah. And it's not good. Um, does it, does a, a particular lad at this this school who just comes and wipes his snot into his in, hair in our Wesley's uh, hair, our protagonist Wesley's hair because he can't hear him coming. No, because he's deaf. I mean, it, we do find out he's not completely deaf. Yeah, uh, and I I could have done without this. My first criticism. I just always a bit heavy-handed how this movie did it. It, it every now and again it threw like an uh, how can I describe it? Uh, I guess like an underwater muffled sound yeah. effect, trying to trying to imitate what he could hear. I yeah, guess. and I d- I don't know, just that just felt a bit unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, I, I could have done without that. Agreed. After after school that day, he plays the whole film. The beginning of this film is just all a montage. So we just getting a feel for this kid's this kid, life. Yeah, for his life and what he is. So he, he plays some games with his mum after dinner. Um, is it is with is at home with his his mother and his sister. Yeah, 
at this point there isn't doesn't appear to be a father on the scene. No. There's always a sort of crackling fire going on. Yeah. It's a, it's a, they're in quite a dilapidated house, house aren't they? Yeah. It's sort of paint peeling and it's quite a walk rattling. from where he catches the school bus yeah. as well. He has to walk a bit yeah. of the way afterwards. This is sort of a place where your neighbours a mile yeah. away. Yeah. So there's a there's a bit of a montage of the same him going through the same thing over and over again and going to school, getting bullied a bit, coming home, hanging with his parents. Um, wh- one of the days he sees. There's a kerfuffle on his way to school. Yeah, so they go through the the sort of little town, and there is a lot of police action. Yeah, something something's going on. There's the so, aftermath of a he sees it event. From, yeah, he sees it from the school bus window as he drives past. So it perks his interest a little bit, but we kind of forget about it straight away. Yeah. Um, that day when he gets home, though, his dad is there. His dad's appeared. There's bad vibes straight away. Yeah, the atmosphere changes in completely. the house. As soon as he sees his dad, yeah. his face drops. Everyone's on eggshells around this yeah. guy. He's, no, he's not a nice guy, is he? Uh, I think he mentions he's he works on an oil rig. Yep. So, you know, presumably he's gone for weeks, then he's home for weeks. Yeah. And it's not a nice place when he's back. Yeah. Uh, you could instantly see Wesley wasn't happy to see him. Um, but they all sit down. They have a family dinner together. Um, they start talking and... The dad mentions that he's heard about the shooting that's happened yeah, yeah. that morning yeah. at the at the garrison. He said, There's "Yeah, he says like, there might be four people dead." Yeah, the dad wants Wesley to read lips. He doesn't. His mum signs for him. Yeah, and she doesn't. He doesn't want her to. This guy's a dick straight he did, away. He is straight. He's away. like, "Well, I don't. Why do we need to use sign language?" He's not deaf. Is yeah. what he actually says. He's not deaf. Yeah, he, he is. But <laughs> the dad won't accept it. I I wonder here if I if if I wanted a bit more. From from this character of of the father, I think sh- should there have been a bit more exploring, you know, why was he so against the sort of signing? Absolutely. Why, why was he? You know, it's kind of hinted at his attitude, sort of like, oh, I just fucking man up. Yeah. Which you know, he he didn't want to actively help his son no. or 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 I, see him thrive. I think and, what you've hit on there is the the main my main problem with this film is that this film is about father figures yeah and yet the father figure is a really weak character wesley's the whole film is wesley looking for a new father figure yeah. but the the actual father himself is not a rounded out character yes. that we know enough about so even if he's is a bad father yeah it's a it's a yeah right it's a weakly drawn bad father yeah absolutely and we don't i don't so we never really understand why enough of that. why wesley's trying to substitute him as much as he is yeah as we go through this film you'll see more yeah but because of how weak Scoot McNary's character is, I just don't think it really. And I, I think to be fair to Scoot McNary, he does a he does a pretty good oh, job yeah, with what him. he's given. Absolutely, but he's not given too enough. much, is he? No, he's not given enough. Uh, to the point, well, we probably should go into this more then. But I would probably write the mother figure out of it and just have him with this fight. What was that? Something big <laughs> flew past the window. So. <laughs> I'd, I'd maybe get rid of the mum character completely and just have him with the dad who he hates. Yeah, to, to think that might. So we'll he's, get to he's, that he's even more inescapable. Yeah, he can't get away from it. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. Uh, the next day, his dad's made his lunch. Um, he he never signs for him. He never signs for him the whole way through this film, so no. he can't understand what his dad's saying. Um, he gets bullied a bit more at school. Same same sort of shit. But then on his walk home from school, after he's left the school bus, he stumbles across a man lying in the street. Yes. He looks injured. He doesn't look well, this man. This is Aaron Paul. We say street. You can't tell it's a street. No. It's just, <laughs> just snow. snow. Uh, and this... Yeah, so Wesley Wesley find, finds this guy who just 
just sort of shushes him. Yeah, he doesn't puts he? his fingers to his puts his fingers to his lip. Uh, but that is a big effort for this guy. Yeah, he's he's in a bad way. And then we get I thought probably the nicest bit of cinematography in this movie. We get a lovely sort of tracking drone shot. Yeah, as, high shot. As as we move away from this silhouetted man in the fetal position on yeah. the because Wesley, Wesley legs it, he runs. Yeah, he's like, what the hell's going on? Because he, and he tries to alert his dad. Um, he goes, his yeah, and his dad won't listen to it. Yeah, his dad's, at, his dad's at home working on a tractor or whatever, because he's a mechanic. And he tries to alert his dad, and he eventually runs away from his dad, so his dad follows him. Yeah. And when he gets back there, the man's gone. So the, kid, the dad's angry then because he's wasted his time, he's pulled him away from his work. But the man's not there anymore. We then go to a cut straight to a another intense scene around the family dining table. Yeah, this was horrible. Yeah, this made me jump. Yeah, <laughs> and Scoop Manera's character, the the father, it gets very angry because no one passes him the salt. Yeah, because he asks Wesley for the salt and Wesley can't hear him. Oh, he's looking salt. out the window. Yeah, he's not looking, trying to work out what the hell has just happened. Where that I dude's guess. gone. So he just screams the word salt really and he, loud. And he bangs the, the table. It made me jump, and yeah. I was watching it. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was not a nice uh, not a nice scene. Um, that nice... I will give a little just before we carry on a little shout out to you know uh, so the character of so Wesley's little sister. Yeah, she's only in three or four scenes in this movie. Doesn't say a word. All barely says a word, but looks petrified the whole way through, and and it did add to the sort of the menace. Yeah, however poorly. The character of the father is is written and and drawn in this in this movie. Everyone around him really acts scared of him. Yeah, but it's it's just not quite enough. We're to... not quite there. Are yeah, we? I, yeah. Um, that night Wesley sneaks out at night and he manages to find the man again. He goes looking for him, and he finds he finds like a lying somewhere in a bush somewhere. Isn't yeah, he? he's made it to the roadside, I think. And then super strong Wesley, this little tiny deaf kid. Drags this man through the snow. He does put him on a sledge. Yeah, true. But it's still... He's, oh, no, he's still <laughs> a hell of a feat of strength. To get, get him onto wrong. the sledge and then yeah. to pull the sledge. Uh, he drags him all the way to the family barn um, where he hides him out. Yeah. The rest of this film now is pretty much set in this barn um, where the one, the one, the man wakes up. He does. Um, he very quickly establishes that the kid's deaf um, and the man is very injured. He has a hole in him. In yeah. His side. Um, it's quite badly damaged his like, side panel. Side panel. <laughs> I think he's been shot. He's, do you think he's been shot? It was just a shot or stabbed, I think. Yeah, yeah shot, I would probably assume. Um, so Wesley runs home, grabs some supplies, gets some food, gets some medical care he, equipment. Plastic this bandages. kid is clever. He, he yeah. gets everything that's needed to stitch this guy up. Yeah, he gets some needle and thread, yeah. some bandages. Some Even a bit drawers. of like wood to bite, bite down, down on. on. Yeah. Um, some food and drink. He takes the takes it all back to uh, Aaron Paul's character, the man, and he stitches himself up. And then we get a bottom of the stream news report. We do. That's what happens on bottom of the stream. Um, and we find that there has been a shooting in this small town. Uh, it's in a hotel. And it's the first time there's been a homicide in this town since 2004. So we're uh, a long time on the... Uh, you know you get the sign, last yes. accident in this factory yeah. was... <laughs> 2004 was the last homicide. So some people have been killed and now we've got a man who's been shot lying in our barn. So we can we can start to put two and two together what's the, what this story is at this point. Yeah, I th- they say there's three suspects and the cook dead. Yes. 
It was a hotel. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Wesley takes the man out some more food because he, he's like, I'm starving. I need some food. Um, and then when he's finished his food, he's all stitched himself up. He's all bandaged up. And he's like, right, I'm going to go. I'm done. I'm out of here. Can't hang around here. But then as soon as he gets to his feet, he stumbles and he drops a load of cash. He does, yeah. He's got a shitload of cash in his bag. All, it's all sort of wrapped up in various... Yeah. Because at first I thought it was a load of pur- like old ladies' purses. That <laughs> it did look like that, yeah. It was all wrapped up in material and stuff. You've got like choppers going overhead Yeah, you can hear well. choppers going overhead. So he's like, right... I probably am going to hang around here for a little bit longer. It seems a bit dangerous to leave right now. And so he's in the worst bit of parenting in this film, probably. And he's not the parent. He sends Wesley to a truck stop <laughs> on his own. Um, this doesn't look like a nice place to go. It so. doesn't. You wouldn't send a nine-year-old deaf kid there, no. would you? Um, he's like, I need you to go and find my friend. Or find this guy I'm working for. Yeah. Um which he does. He, Wesley manages to find this guy. He leaves a ring yeah, he leaves on this guy's the truck. The man's ring on the truck tyre. So the man finds the ring, finds Wesley, gets told the story. Um, Wesley and, gives this guy one of these packets of cash. Yeah. And, and the guy's like, right, I need a few days to figure this out. Yeah. Go uh, back and tell him. Go back and tell I, I'll him. I'll let him know when I I feel like we could have got him. a name for him at this point. Yeah. Why have we not got a name for this guy? It just makes it difficult when you're talking about him on a podcast. Him. He also gives him a phone. I did, cause, yeah, because and I don't know it is a really little thing to nitpack, nitpick up, but they spent so much time together in this barn. It's, it's, I think it's unrealistic to think he's at no point is he going to go. What's your name? Yeah, no, both of them. I, don't know yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this man, even also... if he gives him a fake name because of the yeah whole, I did a massive crime problem <laughs> <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Um, and he also gives Wesley, this man gives Wesley a phone to give to the man um, so he can contact him when he's ready to pick him up or whatever he's going to do. So he does. Wesley takes the phone back, gives it to him, um, take, gets him some more clothes, yep. um, some more supplies into the barn. Yeah. And he's getting stronger. He's, he starts doing like barn rehab. <laughs> it's almost a, like Rocky. There's a montage of him just like walking slowly around the barn yeah. to the point where he's then jogging around the barn. And then he just pull-ups. Then he's starting doing pull-ups on the, some of the shutters. And there's a really nice scene now where it was cute this it bit it was cute because the man's doing push-ups uh, pull-ups on the bar in the barn so Wesley grabs a box and tries to copy him yeah. and it's their first real bonding moment it isn't is, it yeah. because the man t- tries to teach him how to do it he obviously can't do it he's nine um, so then that night when Wesley goes back out to see him again because his parents are ter- even his mum's terrible she doesn't notice that he's leaving the house every night Um and they never seem to question where he's going or where yeah. he's been. <laughs> no, he's, he seems to have pretty free run, yeah, to be honest. I mean, it's the family farm, so... Yeah, I guess so. He's, going, he's only going to his own barn. Yeah. He's not going off-site, is he? Um, but he takes some games out. He's like, He's got a checkers board and a few other games. He wants to play some games with this man. Checkers montage. This is our first checkers montage in the history of Bottom of the think Street. think of another checkers no, montage. Uh, but the man beats him every single time, to the point where Wesley gets really angry yeah. and throws the board across the bar. Um, and he says like well you win when you win I'm not letting you win yeah exactly I'm not letting you win you and he's like now pick that shit up yeah and he's like he's probably he's parenting him he's, he's literally parenting him at that point um, and he tries to teach him he tries to teach him how to be better and he's giving him the rules and how to actually play and they start they start bonding because the man talks about how he's got a daughter that's probably about the same yeah, age as Wesley you'd get on with her you'd, you'd get on with her and then he, the, the final line of this scene is why have you got buggers in your head yeah Quite, yeah. <laughs> um, so he says, 
Are you being? He, he figures out that he's being bullied. It's quite clear that he's being bullied. Um, so he's like, "Bring me your school bag, and your thermos, and your piggy bank." Yeah, and I'll teach you some shit. And so he does, and he he teaches him to load coins into his thermos. Flask, it's the old sack of quarters. Sack of quarters into your thermos, and then into your bag, and then just whack the crap out of shit with it. He says, "Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't mince his words. No, he doesn't. Uh, he's, he's like." Do not stop until that kid's head splits open. Yeah. yeah. It's like, these kids are nine. <laughs> and he, he starts bashing it into this thing in the barn. Like yeah. Oil tank. Type yeah. Thing. But he can't, he's, Wesley's not a strong kid, so he can't really, he's not really got the energy to do it. He, he doesn't, doesn't really want the, to oh, do it either. He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't really want to do it. Uh, but the man kind of winds him up to the point where he does do it and he loses his shit a little bit. He and does. The next day he does, he stands up to this kid in the school. Um, he never actually has to hit him because... Just the act of just standing up act, to him. Yeah, just the act enough. of standing up and not losing eye contact and with the, this guy. The booger kid backs down. He does. He goes and sits back down. This next scene I didn't really understand at the time and I still don't particularly understand it now, I don't I, think. I'm glad you've said that because I also don't understand this scene. Yeah, good. I'm glad. So... Wesley gets home from this bit of triumph at school and, yeah. and waiting at home with his mother is a guy who introduces himself as Mr. Chambers. Yeah. Uh, he's a policeman. Yes. And he's talking about the the uh, incident in town and he says that four out of the five armed men uh, have been apprehended. Yeah. Uh, and that one man is still out there and there are reports that a stranger has been seen around town. As he's explaining this, the sort of guys we see through the window searching the the farm. Yeah. Why is he here and why is he talking to Wesley? That's, that's he specifically exactly says, can I talk to your son? son? Yeah. How does he know that Wesley knows this guy? Yeah. What's tipped them off? It, it There was nothing. It, it just felt out of the blue. And I was like, oh, well, this is happening. Yeah. And then... Wesley says he doesn't... Obviously, Wesley's like, no, I don't know him. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, because the guy said, oh, can I speak to your son in private? Yeah. And then... what? Where has this come from? I don't know. And I don't understand where it's come from. And if... The only thing I could think of is he knows that Wesley knows this guy. But if that's the case, why does he then leave? Well, how do they know? And how do they know that? Because it's not been hinted at. No. It really threw me because it was. it really took me out of the film as well. Because I'm the, like... The only possibility is that... Um... The trucker shipped him in. Yeah. But and, and gave the police the description of the boy. But then they don't come for him. No. For like days and days. Days and days later. So, so if they know where that's... he they clearly at this point know where he is. Because why would they be at that farm if they didn't know he was there? But then they search it later and they don't Don't find him. him. And they just leave at this point. Wesley's like, oh, I don't know him and he's like, Okay. And just goes. And it really is like that's really taken me out of the moment because it, I don't it understand didn't, it didn't I don't. That scene doesn't make any sense to me. Is how they know and why. If they do know, why have they left it? Yeah, I'm glad you saw that as well. I thought I was being. I thought I'd missed something. Yeah, it was. It was the only thing on the timeline that made me think. Well, is the the trucker guy must have shipped him in? But yeah. then it does. That doesn't make sense because why didn't they just go and get him? Yeah, exactly. And the movie's over after forty Ten, minutes. Yeah, it's, it's really bizarre. But yeah, so I've written here. How does he know? Yeah, I put why are they questioning the kid, and then he just leaves he tells a story about a, a lady who, got, who used to who raised a mountain lion yeah and then eventually it ate and it was family. yeah it was her best friend but in the end it turned on her and ate, all, ate, all, ate her and all of her family which is like he's implying that he knows this kid knows yeah and that it's dangerous for him to know but then he doesn't do anything about it no 
oh, so weird. But then he just leaves and all the cops just leave. Yeah. Well, I suppose, and we never see him again. Well, the, the, the bit that doesn't make sense is that even if this lead detective knows and they've got a ploy and I don't understand why they'd wait several days, even weeks, before they come back to, to apprehend the, the, the criminal. The police are literally searching the yeah the barn. Where he, he is in there. Yeah. But they don't bother going in, which no. they then do later on as well. The only explanation is that this is in the wrong part of the film <laughs> and it should be right near the end. Yeah. Shouldn't it? It's, it's been well, edited it into the wrong place. Right here. It's yeah. been edited into the wrong point. It's, if it comes before the final scene, like the day before the final scene or the minute before the final scene yeah. kicks off, then it makes a bit more sense. But it doesn't. It comes too early in the film. Sure. It's really weird. It feels like it's edited into the wrong place in the film. Yeah. And I hope that's not the case. <laughs> um, anyway, he goes and plays... Um, they all leave. The Wesley goes out and speaks to this dude who is in the barn. Um, they play some more checkers. Wesley notices that he's got a finger missing on one of his hands. And he says a tiger bit it off. Um, he said, I learned, how to ti- I learned how to hunt. And then I ripped the tiger's heart out, squeezed it tight, and turned it into a ruby, which is why he wears this ruby ring. Yeah, I mean, and I took this story to mean... Essentially, that the man also had a sort of abusive Bullying, or yeah. detrimental father figure. Yeah, somebody was bullying him. Yeah. Um, and then he just he sends Wesley home. He's like, you can't hang around here anymore. Um, there's another school montage then. And there's a bit more. They learn about planets and shit. They learn a bit more about planets. And then there's a really touching scene on the school bus on the way home. That's really it's really understated as well. Where he's painting, he's colouring his finger in black. Yeah. So it looks like he hasn't got a finger. Yeah. It doesn't mention it. It's never mentioned again. It's a really nice little touching scene. Still got the cops kicking around town. Yeah, they're still looking for this dude. Looking in all these buildings. Um, he starts teaching the man sign language. Because you know, they do the Pledge of Allegiance, yeah. don't they? And they in the school and he teaches him that when he gets home that was it was a sweet scene as well yeah actually. it was actually it was really nice. aaron paul plays it really well the, the relationship between those two is actually really good yeah um they bond he asks him if he knows any cuss words in sign language which really excites wesley because he yeah. gets to swear um, then they start throwing a ball together with each other they're just bonding but it's it's, it's actually quite a touching relationship yeah but they're letting the guard down a bit yeah, and they are, you know they're, they're suddenly making quite a lot of noise sort yeah. of larking around and Just as the cops are outside again. The, the cops turn up outside again, put a torch through a window, have a quick look. Wesley gets Wesley doesn't see them because he can't hear them coming. Yeah. The man pulls him down, hides him away, and then the cop just leaves again. Don't even bother opening I'm the like, door. These cops know this man's in this barn at this point. Well, we presume... We, well, we, they must do. They've been there like three times <laughs> now. It's, it's like, there must be other barns. It's just It's such a weird thing. I don't understand it. Yeah, but the cop just leaves again. Lazy cops are a real crutch in this sort of movie. Was it? Uh, yeah. Remember when we watched that dog movie, Bullethead, and exactly Bullethead, the yeah. same thing happened. Yeah, just lazy it's, cops. Yeah, can't be bothered to open a door <laughs> to look and see if the criminal was inside. Yeah, it's really... Because it, Mr. Chambers even says, we think he's injured, probably gravely injured. Yeah. But we're not even going to open this door to go in and have a look. For yeah. It's, it's, it's lazy. Um. When he gets home, Wesley gets home, his dad's whinging about his TV being broken and his tractor being broken. This is Wesley trying to sneak out in the middle of the night and it's the one time he he does actually get caught because his dad's sort of drunk downstairs. Very drunk. Um, He starts beating the TV up, basically. Um, And he tells a story about his dad fixing a radiator for some reason. Um, And then he starts beating the TV and he says to Wesley, now you tell me where the hell you've been going. Yeah. And then the next thing we see... Is Wesley with a black eye the following yes. morning. 
Um, so we assume that he's been attacked by his father. The man works out very quickly who has done this to the him. The man works out instantly who's done it to him. Uh, and then we get a family scene where everyone, again, does a bit of good acting and looks absolutely petrified of the dad. Yes. this is So all three of them. Uh, and the story is that, you know, uh, the dad says, well, I, 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 I was thumping the TV to try and get it get it working and I caught Wesley with my elbow. Yeah, he got in the way. Yeah. Um, no one believes this. No. But everyone's too Everybody scared buys to, it anyway, to, to challenge him. Uh, then he starts talking about, his dad talks about how they they need to bond more. Yeah. The, the two of them. He wants and to take him fishing. He wants to do up a boat and then take him fishing. A guilt trip fishing <laughs> Literally trip. a guilt fishing trip. Um, but Wesley doesn't, Wesley can't hear him and he's not signing. Yeah. So Wesley's like, he just ignores him because he doesn't even know he's talking. Yeah. So his mum signs something to him and then Wesley agrees. Yes, I would like to. That. Yeah, let's do that. Um, the next thing we see is his dad in a bar. Um, the mum's crying at home and the dad's having a few drinks in the yeah. local bar. Um, and as he leaves the bar that night, he gets confronted by a mystery man. Yeah, you just see a we shadow. We just see a shadowy figure come up behind him. And then the next thing we know after that is Wesley being pulled out of school by the principal. Yeah. And taken to a hospital because his dad's been beaten up. Sure. Badly. He's he's in bed in a bad way. He's con- He's got concussion and swelling on the brain. Um, he, there's a cop who says to him come on let's go to the smack machine to like cheer this kid up yeah. and then walks him straight, straight past the room where his dad's like dying a bloody mess <laughs> bloody mess I'm like come on that was convenient exposition as was the next scene where uh, Wesley's mum is on the phone basically explaining what exactly has happened <laughs> yeah. to her husband yeah on the phone to her friend or her mother just in case we weren't quite sure what yeah. happened yeah it's a bit lazy um, he sneaks, Wesley goes home, he sneaks some beers out to the man and they, they drink together. Wesley's not drinking beer, but yeah. he's taking some beers out to the man. He's got some Coke or whatever. <laughs> then he tells a story about a fire when he was a kid. Yeah, basically, Wesley t- uh, is told another story by the man about how yeah the man says, I lived, I lived on a farm. Uh, you know, we had a horse farm. I wanted to name all the horses. My dad wouldn't let me, didn't yeah. want us to connect. Uh, and then the farm burnt down. Yeah. Uh, my dad basically died. cashed it in for the insurance. Yeah. The only time my dad ever took us out for dinner was the night the farm burned out. Yeah. So we weren't there. Uh, and he says, you know, I, I one day want to own a, a farm like that and I will let my kids name every single horse. Yeah. And, then, and he's like, you should come with me. Yeah. Well, okay. That's a bit weird. Taking a nine-year-old with you, but fine. Yeah. Well, he says you you could come and visit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wesley, uh, Wesley like as... daydreams as of this, yeah. this Wes- trip. Wesley has a daydream of them all playing with a horse and... Yeah. He's at school, isn't he? Daydreaming whilst he's at school. Yeah. Next, that night, he goes back to the hospital to visit his dad. His dad's talking to a couple of coppers. Coppers. <laughs> a couple <laughs> of policemen who have a picture of the man with them. And their dad kind of nods his head when they show him the picture. Sure. So he, he fingers the man. <laughs> you're right in you're the so immature. Um, that night, while he's asleep and he can hear a helicopter outside. Oh, I've put first, there's a suspicious tractor. <laughs> yeah, what was I this tractor all about? Either. I didn't get this. So it was this plough yeah. that the man watched go past the, the barn where he was hiding. Yeah, some days it, it goes past twice, some days it goes past once. Some like, was he just being twice. paranoid or was that supposed to be a sign? I, d- I didn't, again, I, I thought it was it was too subtle. I didn't it understand. It was really unexplained. Or was it just a red herring or... D- no, because at the end, that's what he runs towards. Or that's what no, he said. No, that was he a truck. Running. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. So that it was just his mate in a truck. Oh, okay. Fair enough. 
Um, but if he literally goes, oh, it, there's some days the plough comes past twice. Sometimes it must have just wouldn't. been paranoia. Yeah. He must have just been getting paranoid by that point. Um, but Wesley gets broken up by a helicopter. He looks out into the distance. He can see some police lights in the distance. Uh, so he goes out to see the man. The man says, look, have you told anybody? He actually threat The man threatens him. Um, and that's when he's getting all paranoid about a snowplow. Yeah. He's like, you can't, you haven't told anybody I'm here. Wesley hasn't told anybody he's there. Wesley goes to, when Wesley goes to see him, the man's on the phone and he's talking to this guy who's coming to pick him yeah. up. Yeah, tomorrow night it's happening. And Wesley's got his school bag with him. And you can see what's going to happen. Wesley's going to attack the man. Yeah. Why? Uh, <laughs> because of the threat. Because he threatened him. Yeah, I think so. So he thought, oh, I'm going to stand up to this guy now as well. Yeah. So he's got a thermos of coins in his bag and he's about to hit the man with it. And the man finds it, he wrestles it away from him. Yeah, and it bursts open. It bursts open. And the man's quite impressed. He's like, well, good for you. You were going to stick up for yourself. He says, tomorrow night, be ready. Yeah. My my spaceship's coming to collect me. me The sky's the limit for us. Clearly hinting that we can both go. Yeah, I'm taking you with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you saw that as well. Um, so where's the well, I didn't think there was any ambiguity about it. No, I didn't. As far as I was concerned, they were going together. Yeah. Um, so Wesley packs a bag. Um, he gives his mum a hug. And then he... I, I did nearly get broken by where he stops at his sister's room and sort of shrugs. Well, he signed, I'm, I'm going on a trip, because yeah. he'd learned that earlier in the And sort of was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. And um, she, again, is sitting there looking absolutely <laughs> devastated. Yeah. So, yeah, he signs to his sister, I'm going on a trip. Because earlier in the film, we'd learned that phrase. That's what we were learning in school. He goes back to the man they play checkers with. He played, They play checkers again while they're waiting to leave. And he actually beats him this time. Yeah. He beats the man at checkers for the first time. And then a truck turns up outside. Um, Wesley, the man's going. And Wesley speaks his first word in the whole film. Because he just says no. Yeah. So he doesn't want the man to go. Well, he wants to go with him. And he wants to go with him, yeah. But this is the point where he's realised that he's not going with him, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's inconsolable. Yeah, the man says that was, just, that was just talk. The, man, the man's literally fucked him over here. Yeah, yeah, he definitely implied that yeah. he was taking him with him and then he just doesn't. Um, Wesley starts crying. He runs out on the man. Um, well, he, they, they hug first and Wesley won't let him go. Uh, the man eventually pushes him up and tells him to get the fuck out of here. So that's when, at the point when Wesley runs off, he leaves the barn, and then somebody He's grabbed somebody grabs him, puts him in like, the back of the car. I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought this film was nearly done. We're getting yeah. a kidnap scene now. <laughs> um, bundles him into the back of the car, but it's the cops. It's Mister Chambers from it earlier is, on, yeah. um, and they have the dude that Wesley went to meet earlier, also in the back of a cop car. Oh, was it not his dad? No, it was the dude from earlier. Was it the trucker? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure. <laughs> they do look. They have a similar yeah, look. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Big well, I think it was. It wasn't. You've thrown me. I'm pretty sure it was the trucker. I don't. You think might it be right. Matters. It doesn't matter at all. Either way, it's the. I. Again, it's just. It's just. It's my problem with this movie. If it's the trucker, yeah, that makes sense because they've pulled him out of the the truck. The truck. Yeah. But it would also make sense if it was his dad. They literally look the same. They've got a baseball cap, Beard. huge beard, so yeah. you can't really tell the features. It's dark. If it's the trucker, then. I think it was the trucker. Okay, so let's say it's the trucker and they've put him in the... Because he's in the back of another police yeah, car like he's car. been arrested. Then if that's the case, then he can't have shopped him in earlier in the movie, no. which blows my theory earlier that they knew where the man was because the trucker's gone to the police. Which makes which also backs up my theory that that scene should have been here. Or yes, just before near, here. Or near, somewhere because around then the end if the, the man's movie. gone to the police, told them what's going on and he's now in the back of the police car, 
And then they've gone in, talked to Wesley. Where's this dude? We know you know where he yeah, is. Yeah, because then... And then they go into the be- barn and get him. Because then, you can see the domino start to fall then. Because if, yeah. if the dad's ID'd the man, yeah. and then he's also gone in the later interviews with the police, oh, uh, by the way, my son's been sneaking out and he won't tell me what he's been doing. That seems in the wrong place in this film. I, I'm absolutely convinced of it now. The more we've spoke about it... It's, it's, just, it's, it's weird that it's where it is it's too early in the film that's edited into the wrong place because it it took me out of it as well because i was like oh right well i expected this scene but why not why have they suddenly turned up here and they're you're right that that, i I could understand that if it was like oh we're doing rounds we're asking everyone have they seen this guy but they they specifically go he specifically talks to wesley and says where's this guy and then tells him this story about keeping this pet you're completely right and that can that scene can only happen after their dad's fingered the man (laughs) that Yes. That scene can only make sense. It makes narrative sense later in the movie. After yeah. that. Yeah. That that seems edited into the wrong place in the film. Well, no, that doesn't happen. No, it has happened. <laughs> it just has. It has. We've seen it before. We've, what was that film we did where we was? it was like all in the wrong order? Years ago. I can't remember what it was now. But there was a couple of scenes in that. It was a helicopter. That was Destruction Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That but, was definitely But you can see how it would order. happen in that terrible movie. This yeah. is like a... This is a proper movie. Yeah, in inverted commas, <laughs> a proper movie. But it, that seems in the wrong movie. place in this movie. Definitely. Anyway, we're getting towards the end. So they, they've got Wesley, they've got the dude, or potentially the dad, whichever. And they the cops burst into the barn, finally. The, the cops who knew that he was all there the whole time <laughs> finally burst in. And we get this from Wesley's perspective. So... It's like you said earlier about the muted sounds yeah. and the almost like gunshots he's underwater. Going up, yeah. You can hear muted gunshots and then Wesley's screaming, yeah. but you can't hear that. He's it's inside just, the car. The, the fa- it's just a picture of his face screaming, but you can't hear it. And it's quite disturbing and would have been a great place to end the film. Um, but it doesn't. The film carries on. Um, the I presume some time has passed. Yeah, this, this is an epilogue. The, the winter is... is starting to thaw. Yes, this is an epilogue. This should be this should be a post credit scene, basically, isn't it? Um, Wesley is on the school bus. He's coming home from school that night. He finds he goes out to where he got captured, ran out of the barn. Yeah. Ran out of the barn, and he finds his checkerboard on the floor because yeah. he'd left with that, and it was covered in snow. Yeah, because like you said a minute ago, the snow's all melting. This winter's passing. Uh, he picks it up and opens it up. Opens it up and it's full of money. Yeah, these these packets of money that the the man had. So he runs home because he's going to tell his mum. I assume that he's found some money. Yeah, uh, but his dad's there. Yeah, his dad's back. just got out of hospital. He's yeah. on crutches. He asks Wesley for a hug. No one seems happy about this. No one seems happy about it at all. Wesley more so because Wesley gives his dad a hug. He doesn't look like he wants to, but he yeah. does. And then he takes his checkerboard upstairs to his room, puts it away. Stashes it. Yeah. Stashes it. And then he's also got the ruby ring that yeah. the man was wearing. He puts that on and the film ends. Yeah. So he's never going to mention this money to anybody. It's just going to be his money. What do you think? I wanted to like this so much more Same. than I did. I couldn't I, agree more. It, it should have so much going for it. Yeah. I thought the setting was brilliant for this sort of story. I'm a big fan of Aaron Paul. Yeah, same. I thought the kid in this was good. Yeah, he was. I think Mary Elizabeth Winslet is a good actress. Scoot McNary, I've seen him in stuff I've liked. Yeah, yeah it just didn't doesn't. It doesn't work quite tied together. I came away disappointed. Agreed. It it just and I don't think I I feel it was, it was both not far away from being good, but also a million miles away from being good. There's little glimmers 
of stuff in there. Like that, the bonding scene where they're like learning sign language together. There's a glimmer of a chemistry between the two of them there. Yeah. And you build on that a little bit more and you've got a half decent film, I think. You need to build that chemistry between the two of them better. I, I kind and of like... You can't have a false father figure, which is what the man is, yeah. when your father figure's so prominent in the film and isn't very good. I, I don't quite understand how I've got... I've got a 90-minute film, which I, di- I didn't feel dragged and I, di- I didn't feel was too quick. But at the same time, Aaron Paul was good, but I came away thinking he was a bit wasted. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And it's the same for Scoot McNary and his character was definitely underdrawn. Yeah. And I just felt a bit short-changed by the end of it. I agree. It just doesn't quite tell the story that it wants to tell. And I thought the ending didn't impact... I think the ending lost some of its impact because I wasn't as invested as I felt I probably should have been in these characters or mm. as, as the movie wanted me to be in these characters. I think that's fair. I genuinely do think that's fair. I, if- I, cannot, I can't emphasise enough how that police interview scene took me away from it after Completely. half an hour in and and i was like okay i know what this movie is and I, I don't need it to be twisty and turny i just need good performances and just a good story and that just i was like it was so confusing it was i was because... like why are they talking to this kid there's been no hint that they need to talk to him no he's kept the secret and it's yeah it doesn't make any sense that that scene's at that point in that film but it also doesn't make sense that they would edit it wrong <laughs> and just doesn't make sense but it, it is completely in the wrong place in the film. If it comes out in the film, it works. And it probably makes the film a lot better. But it's just, it did completely take me out of the moment because I'm like, how do these cops know that Wesley knows the man? Yeah. How do they know to even come to Wesley in the first place? How do they know the man's in the barn? And why are they not doing anything about it for like a week? Yeah. What, they don't need more evidence. It, it gave so me like that, five questions that were unanswered. Yeah. And if, if the answer is he was shopped in by his trucker mate, then they should have just walked in the barn and got the guy. Yeah. It, it leaves too many unanswered questions at that point in the film. But if you put it later in the film, it makes more sense. It's just weird. What's the best thing about it? It's the setting, it, isn't it? It's the setting and, and it's the kid. Yeah, the kid is great, to be fair. And there is a real sign of a little bit of chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. If you'd have done a bit more of that, you you end up with something a lot better, I think. Yeah. Aaron Paul jokes that this is the most lighthearted thing he's ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Which I find quite funny. <laughs> um, what would you change about it? I think we've just covered that i think we could it I, I, I want i want to just move that scene <laughs> i think it can this is gonna sound crazy i think it can be bleaker <laughs> probably right i think it can be bleaker there are ways to make it bleaker with the, with the relationship with his father and and you could balance that out have a bit more stuff with with him and aaron paul yeah i i do feel aaron paul was underused in this movie i agree i completely agree and i think i alluded to it earlier when i was like if you remove the mother character completely because this kid is loved by his mom, if yeah. not his dad. Yeah. If you take that love away, then you can see why he wants the more love from Aaron Paul's character. Yeah. It just makes it a bit it makes it bleaker for a start because he's just miserable all the time. And it develops their chemistry a lot quicker and a lot better. I think I'd remove the mother character from this. And you and you swap the scenes that he has with her become more scenes with the father. The father which so, builds their relationship yeah. more. And you get more bullying from the father because he's bullied at school and he's bullied at home yeah and then he, he meets this guy who isn't bullying him treats him like an adult builds up a relationship with him and then this kid the guy gets yeah because i i think the other thing at the back of my mind was was kind of would he leave because because he is loved by his mother yeah and his and his sister that you know that yeah. those first scenes at the start when before the dad returned it, it did make me think oh, i don't know if he'd go i don't know if he'd he'd swap 
no. the love of his mother and sister for, for taking for a shot with run, yeah so if you take that love away you, you get this guy building up a relationship with this new guy who he's going to run away it with. tightens up the narrative, doesn't Completely it? Completely tightens up the narrative. He's going to run away with this guy. This guy gets shot and killed. And then Wesley's left to live the life that he hates living. Yeah. And that's much bleaker. Yeah. Because you know that Wesley's going to be all right because his mum's going to look out for him. So I've got no issue with Wesley at the end of this film being, I know he's going to be okay. Well, I think, I think, but, I think, you know, the last shot of his is him putting that ring on and, and, and you're obviously left with, well, is, is this kid going to survive long enough to take advantage of that money? And that? Well, to, to basically repeat the tiger story yeah. and, you know, take his dad out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't quite work. There's just, it just isn't tight enough. For yeah. me. It's a shame because it could have been really good. There's a lot of great elements here, and it just it just doesn't yeah it doesn't quite mesh, does it? Agreed. Stream table. That's why this is uh, at the bottom of the stream, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if it was a good film, we wouldn't be talking about it. Would we? <laughs> um, stream table. We've only got two films in our stream table currently. Currently, all at sea is the best, and Target is the worst. Where's this one going? It's better than Target. It is. Is it better than All at Sea? very difficult on that. That's a tough one. That was also a bit of a mess. We've not had a good start to this season, have we? I don't think any of them are terrible. No, they're not. Mm, But they're all messy. (laughs) There's big issues with all of these movies. Yeah, definitely. They're all very... I wouldn't be surprised if they're all in a similar spot towards the end of the season. Yeah. Together. I I think all it sees better. I think think, think think that's really tough. I think my, my, my slight inclination would be this... But then I think I think about it more, and I'm like, oh, I th- actually I think this gets more wrong. Yeah, I think it's a bigger. This is a bigger missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, because this could have been a really good film, and you only got to change a few little bits, and you've got a really good film. Yeah. Whereas all at sea was just silly, and it's a mess for a different load of you know yeah. through the difficult production which we talked about last week, and uh, but it does have a certain charm to yeah, it. Yeah, there is a charm to it. There are entertaining scenes in it. Yeah, can't say that about it. I I think this I think all it sees better than this, but it's very close between all three of those films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is obviously a very embryonic stream. Oh yeah, it's very early, very early days. Uh, Chuck it in the middle. I'm fine with this. Let's chuck it in the middle. Middle of the three. Excellent. Right. That just means we've got to pick next week's film. We have. What you after? What do you want? What do you want to watch? Your stomach. Yeah, I I (laughs) feel feel like maybe. I've, I feel like I've had to do a lot of work watching these three movies. Yeah, I'd like to put a bit lighter. For, for different reasons, be be them cultural or language-based. Yeah. Uh, or or trying to piece together the the workings of a heist last week, which <laughs> didn't work at all. Yeah. And, and then this one was frustrating for different reasons. So I, I, am I wrong to think that if a brainless action movie came out? I No, that's fine. Do that would quite please me. Something a bit brainless. Shall we see what Robin's got for us? Yes, please. It has picked a film called Comes a Bright Day. Okay. Comes a Bright Day. It's a strange name for a film. It is a little bit. <laughs> Do you want to know about it? Yes, please. Okie dokie. Let me find some stuff. It's actually British. Okay. We're doing a British film. It is from 2012, so it's a little bit older than what we used to. It's 15. Do you want the synopsis? Please. According to IMDb, it's a drama romance thriller. A romantic thriller set during the armed robbery of one of London's most exclusive jewellers. I'm, I'm on board. Good. Carrying on, uh, you know, we, uh, there was an off-screen robbery this week. Let's see if we see a an on-screen, on-screen one. one. Do you want to know who's in it? Yes, please. Hmm. 
Timothy Spall's in it. Oh, lovely. And Imogen Poots. I love that name. It's a great name, isn't it? Poots. It's just Poots. nice to say. So yeah, that's what we're watching. Awesome. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm Excited? on board. Yeah. I'm bored of it. I'll uh, we'll go into detail on my hatred for Timothy Spall. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> you can have a good rant. I can, I will. Um yeah, so go out and watch. Comes a bright day. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. Hopefully the website's back up and running. If it is, you'll notice that it's changed quite a bit uh, because I've simplified it. It looks it all easy. the better for it. Thank you. Um, on there, you'll find all of our episodes we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Boomerang. Boomerang. Why not? We're, gonna, uh, we're changing the merch supplier soon and yeah. they're not going to do random shit like that that's okay. gonna be really annoying so we just get, if you want to buy still a gonna keep this uh, t-shirt <laughs> this lining <laughs> the most random they do is like tote bags um where have i got to do all of that and then check us out on patreon patreon.com slash bottom of the stream on there for a couple of quid every month you will get early access to episodes you will get bonus episodes nick writes a newsletter every month that only the patreons get to read and if you come in at the top level you will get a wild card which means we can give robin the week off and you can pick the film that you want us to watch Wild cards are in play. Nobody's played one yet. We, people tend to play early and we've not had one so far. Plenty of time. Expecting one to come in pretty soon. Um, then when you've done all that, head over to Discord. The Discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes. We, we have some fun times in there. There's a good community and we do the occasional movie watch along. Yeah. Which we need to get in the diary. We've not got one in the yes, diary. We do. So we need to sort that out. So come along. Discord link will be in the show notes. If you could spare us a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts because it really helps put us in front of more eyes and ears and that's what we want to do. Spread the good word about our show. We'd really appreciate it. Agreed. We're actually on some new apps. Brilliant. I don't know if I've what told we you joined? this. Have I told you this? I've seen the message, yes. <laughs> didn't, didn't tell you directly, no. did I? Um, we have now been accepted onto Samsung Podcasts which is an exclusive podcast for Samsung devices, podcast player. Okay. It's new. Didn't even know it existed. Fine. And we're also now on iHeartRadio. Oh, lovely. Which is... Anywhere you can get podcasts. Literally anywhere now, pretty much. So yeah, do all that. Write us a review. And uh, then go and watch... What's that film called? Comes a Bright Day. Feels like a clumsy title. It does, doesn't it? Hopefully not a clumsy movie. I assume it's a reference to something. It feels like a Bible reference or something. So um, do that, go and watch that, and then we'll be back on Monday for The Wave, and then next Thursday for that film movie show about that film. (laughs) Cheers. Bye. Messed up the last line. (laughs)